This episode is sponsored by Lahuria Studio, which are, in my humble opinion, the greatest tanning products on the market. Use the code YOURPOWER10 for 10% off at checkout. Welcome to Your Power with M Rose, the unfiltered behind the scenes of business, modern personal development, and creating your dream life. I am M Rose, and here we talk about all things business, life, relationships, mindset, and manifestation. So if you are ready to step into your power, then you are in the right place. Hello, you wonderful human, and welcome back to another episode. I hope you have all had a wonderful week, and I hope you are all ready to enter my birthday month tomorrow. (laughs) Shout out to all of my Aries queens that messaged me after last week's episode. You are all of my favorite people. I'm just kidding. Everyone listening to this is my favorite person. You know, I absolutely adore all of you. And I am so grateful to be in your ears every single week. Speaking of Aries, though, is anyone else feeling the absolute Aries energy in the air right now? Like I am just constantly pissed off at the moment. (laughs) I just am feeling so defensive and so irritable. Like everyone in my comments in on social media this week has copped a serve, <laughs> even when they didn't deserve it. So I apologize if that's one of those people, unless you're being nice to me, of course. <laughs> but other than being super irritable and angry and fiery, <laughs> I am personally basically in holiday mode right now. I have two of my very close friends, Jinzi and Kara's wedding on Friday, so tomorrow when this is released, and I honestly have not been coping in the lead up to this wedding. I'm not going to lie. I've known the two of them for about 10 years or so. I met them both before they actually started dating and it's just so surreal that they are now getting married. Like, how am I old enough to have friends that A, I've known for more than 10 years and B, that I'm watching get married to each other? (laughs) But honestly, I bawled my eyes out when they got engaged. I bawled my eyes out when I got the wedding invitation in the mail. And honestly, every single day this week, I have teared up at least once throughout the day. So fucking good luck to me this Friday because I am going to be a mess. Honestly, I messaged them on last, like on Saturday just gone. And I was like, this time next week, you're going to be husband and wife. And I cried sending that message. (laughs) Honestly, I am just, I'm screwed. I'm just going to make sure that my makeup artist has Um, waterproof mascara because I'm going to need it. But thankfully, Ash will be there with me. Her partner, Harry, is actually in the bridal party. So Ash is my date and we're doing hair and makeup together on Friday. And we actually have a makeup artist coming to the hotel room. So I'm very excited. The wedding is in South Melbourne. So I was like, the wedding's in South Melbourne. I'm in Frankston. Getting an Uber home is going to cost me a fortune. So I may as well just spend that money and stay in the city instead or stay in South Melbourne. And then I was like, well, if I'm going to stay one night, I may as well stay two nights. (laughs) Because honestly, every time I've gotten a room in the city and, you know, I've been out the night before, it is actually the worst feeling in the world having to get up hungover the next day and be out by the checkout time at 11. So yeah, I have a little staycation this weekend. Douglas is going to mum and dad's. 
even though this week is so hectic trying to squeeze everything in so that I can actually take Friday and Saturday off, I feel like I'm just in holiday mode already. I think it also might be, you know, the impending Easter long weekend and then another long weekend after that and then it's my birthday in between. So maybe this is just going to be the vibe for the month. Maybe I'm just going to be really unproductive this month. The house also settles next Friday, so I'm spending a lot of my time sorting my current house out and getting ready for kind of what needs to be done for settlement. So I guess my life is actually really hectic at the moment, as it always is. But at the same time, I feel incredibly relaxed and laid back. Bit of a mismatch happening there. We'll see how that goes for me. I may not actually get anything done, but anyway. I have another absolute ripper recommendation for you this week. So on Saturday, I was feeling the need to just slow right down and just have a day to myself. So after I was in the studio for the morning, I kind of went and did a bit of shopping and I got I think I got five new books from Kmart and then I went to Bunnings and I bought some beautiful indoor plants and I sat in the garden and I repotted them in the afternoon and it was actually such a beautiful day. Then I decided after I finished potting the plants to sit down and read a book for a little while before I started making dinner. And so I posted the books that I bought on my stories and I got so many messages telling me that I needed to read this particular one first. So that was the one I picked up and it's called Verity by Colleen Hoover. It's actually one that I've been wanting to read for ages because she is my all-time favourite author and she is the author of my all-time favourite book called Ugly Love. But anyway, I picked up the book and I started reading it at 5 o'clock, 5pm. I did not look up once until midnight that night when I had finished the book. (laughs) I read it from front to back in one afternoon and evening. I could not put it down. Now, I must put a trigger warning in if you do want to read this book. A lot of the plot line is around miscarriage and infant loss and I guess potentially abuse as well. It's a really, really heavy book and no one actually warned me of that. (laughs) All of Colleen Hoover's books are like really love loved up, really romantic. And this is still a romance novel, but it is really heavy. And there were actually a few instances where I actually wasn't sure I could continue with the book. Like it was a lot, but at the same time, I just couldn't stop. It was one of the most incredibly written books I have ever picked up in my entire life. And it's taken me a couple of days to process it, but now that I have processed it, I really already want to read it again. It was incredible. So I definitely recommend Verity by Colleen Hoover. And in fact, I actually recommend absolutely anything by Colleen Hoover because she is an astonishing writer. Back to the plants though, that is actually something I wanted to mention briefly in this episode. So I've been doing a heap of research and by research, I mean watching videos on TikTok (laughs) around plants and propagating and how to care for plants because I'm an absolute plant noob. Shout out to my good friend, Mariah, who is my plant educator. (laughs) But this week I learned something pretty freaking cool about plants that I got to see evidence for on the weekend. And what I learned was that if a plant has brown leaves, those leaves need to be removed. No matter how big and lifeless the tree might look after you remove it, you need to remove the brown leaves because... If the brown leaves are left on the plant, the plant is going to focus all of its energy on fixing that leaf and bringing it back to health. And it won't actually be able to grow other leaves or thrive as a whole plant because it's directing its attention and its energy 
to fixing that brown leaf. So removing that brown leaf is going to allow the plant to divert its energy onto growing new, better and healthier leaves. And the plant is going to thrive. And I think that's just the best metaphor for life. (laughs) If you have something in your life that is taking up so much of your energy that you are unable to focus on other things, if that thing that you're focusing on is draining your energy and not allowing you to use your energy to grow new leaves and thrive as a whole, you need to remove the brown leaf. So I have this fiddle leaf fig, right? And I've had it since my ex-partner and I moved into our house like three or so years ago. And the last year I have just completely neglected it. It lost all of its leaves and the ones that were there were browning and droopy. And it was just a very, very sad looking plant. (laughs) It was brown and droopy for months. Anyway, I know that fiddle leaf figs are pretty tolerable. So I did some research to see if I could save it. And turns out I could do some things to see if it would come back to life. So I took it out of its pot and I removed all of the old soil and I put it back into some new potting mix. And finally, I removed the brown leaves. And I'm not shitting you. After months of this like stick looking thing looking dead, (laughs) I woke up the next morning and a new baby leaf was sprouting. For the first time in months, a new leaf was growing because I removed the brown leaves and I removed the old soil and I created a new loving environment for it. And instantly it began to thrive again. So I want you to have a think about What brown leaves are in your life (laughs) that you need to trim off so that you can start thriving? Because if you have brown leaves, that is where your energy is going to go. That is going to take your energy away from where you can thrive. Plants have taught me a lot this week. I'm definitely going through a plant phase at the moment. I am addicted to them. I am very grateful for my friend Mariah. She's been getting a plant photo every day to ask her what's wrong with the plant or what I should do with it or if it looks okay. (laughs) So shout out to Mariah. (laughs) But other than the plant metaphor, today I actually wanted to talk about scripting. Now I need to give the credit for this week's episode topic to Tamika from Happy Little Socials. She can also be found under Tamika underscore astrologist. And she sent me a message the other day asking some questions about scripting and asking if I had an episode on scripting. So I thought I would cover it in today's episode. I have covered it in previous episodes under any titles that contain journaling and how to journal, but this one I want to talk specifically about scripting. So what is scripting? Scripting is a journaling technique, right? And basically what you do when you script is you write about something, whether that's an event or a circumstance or an object, as if that has already happened the way that you desire it. As if something has already happened to you, as if you already have received something, you write about that circumstance as if it's already happened. Essentially, it is a visualization technique that you get out onto paper. So rather than just kind of visualizing something happening, you are writing it down as a script. I like to think of scripting as like journal entries that you used to do as a kid, you know, where you would sit down at the end of the day and write about all of the things that happened in your day and how they made you feel and you basically get that that reflection out onto paper. But with scripting, you are writing about events that you desire to happen or writing about, you know, a, a day that 
you desire to live or something that you have received, maybe a material item that you've received, and you're writing about it as if it's already happened. You're writing about like you would as a kid, finishing off your day, sitting down and writing as if it already happened. Now, one of Tamika's questions was, if I script every day, me personally, and the answer to that is no. I journal every day, but I don't script every day. So the difference between journaling and scripting is that journaling is more a way of expression, whereas scripting is, I guess, more of an active method of manifestation. When you journal, basically you you aim to uncover feelings that may be laying below the surface and you aim to uncover, you know, what's in your subconscious and you aim to work on those feelings with your journaling. You could be following prompts to kind of change or rewire your feelings or beliefs towards a particular thing, or they could be prompts that kind of allow you to understand yourself better, like this week's prompts that I sent out to the email list. The prompts I sent out this week were all about getting to know yourself better. And that's really kind of the focus of journaling. It's more of an expression. Whereas scripting, you are taking the time to actively visualize where you want to be with a particular focus. And I find that this might be why people don't journal as often as they might like to. Because a lot of people do think that when you journal, you have to do this active manifestation and it's really hard to do that every day. You know, it's it's beneficial to do it every day, but it's really hard to because it feels like, you know, it might be feeling repetitive sometimes. You might not be feeling as excited to write about particular things. Um, you know, you might be spending all of your time scripting, but not actually journaling and working on those subconscious thoughts that will allow those things to happen. So I feel like this episode might be really beneficial for those who might want to journal every day, but not necessarily know how to do it. You don't have to script every day. It's beneficial to journal every day and chuck a few scripting sessions in there, but you don't have to every day sit down and write things that are in your mind. You can follow prompts. You can follow things that bring something up from your subconscious, right? So for example, if I have something that I'm actively trying to manifest that you know, might be coming up in life or I'm trying to manifest it soon. Let's say while I was waiting to find out about the house, I would jump into my journal and I would script. I would script everything about the house, how receiving it would make me feel, what happened when the agent called and said it was mine, what I would be doing in the house, how I've styled it. I might even script, you know, about say friends coming over for dinner and I would write di- write it and I would write it down as a journal entry. I would write it from the point where you know all of my friends have just left the house and I've gone to sit down and I've started writing about how that day went and I would be recalling the night's events. Or let's say I'm launching a new product with Lahuria. I would script about how the launch went, how many items I sold, who I sold them to, how I felt when I sold the products. Maybe I would script about packing all of the orders and all of it would be written in present or past tense as if it already happened. So why is this effective? Writing about things as if they have already happened actually allows you to tap into the feelings of that thing happening. It allows you to understand how you would feel when that thing happens to you. And by doing that, it allows you to teach your subconscious that this thing you are wanting to happen is normal. 
and it's within reach. And by teaching your subconscious how it would feel and that it's normal, it would start to see this thing as normal and not a big deal. So it's not going to push limiting beliefs on you. It's not going to give you all of the reasons why it's not going to work because you're, I guess, tricking your subconscious into thinking that it's already happened, right? So it has no reason to tell you that you can't do this. It has no reason to tell you that you're not capable of this because it's already happened. You're telling your subconscious when you're scripting that this thing has already happened and it's normal and it's not a big deal. It's normal for you to achieve this. The beautiful thing about our subconscious mind is that it can't tell the difference between what is real and what is imagined. And it also thinks that everything that you think about is happening in the present moment. So think about this. When you're laying in bed at night and you're thinking about all of the things you have to do the following day, or maybe like I do often, think about something dumb you said or did years and years and years ago, you're going to lay awake and you're going to be restless because your subconscious thinks that whatever you are thinking is happening in that present moment. It thinks it's happening right now. So it's going to keep you awake to deal with it right then and there. It keeps you awake because you have to get that thing done that you're thinking about doing tomorrow. You have to do it now because you're thinking about the fact that you need to do it. It keeps you awake because you just said or did something stupid just then. So you need to deal with it right now. And it keeps you awake when you think of all the things that, you know, might go wrong. When you think of things that might go wrong, your subconscious doesn't know if that is real or made up. It doesn't know the difference between what is imagined and what is real. So it thinks that that thing has gone wrong and it is going to make you deal with it, which is why things like visualization and scripting is so important. Because by showing your subconscious that these things have happened, you are tricking your subconscious into making that a normal, no big deal thing for you. And it's going to stop coming at you with limiting thoughts and limiting beliefs. And it's going to stop telling you that it can never happen for you. And it's going to stop telling you that you're not capable of this because you're telling it that this has already happened. This is real. This is happening for you. This is also why it's important to stop thinking about you know, things that might go wrong and things that the bad things that might happen because your subconscious doesn't know if that's real or imagined. So it's going to, if you think like, oh my God, I might lose my business. I might lose all this money. I might, I don't know, do something, right? Your subconscious is going to think that is real and it's going to accept the fact that that's normal and that's okay. And it's going to make you show up to life with that being a normal thing. So if you're tricking your subconscious into making this thing that you're scripting no big deal, showing your subconscious that this is normal and this has happened, it's going to stop telling you limiting beliefs. And if it stops telling you the limiting beliefs, if it stops telling you that you're not capable of something, you will start to show up without those doubts. You will start to show up in your day-to-day knowing that you are capable and you will be taking action knowing that you are capable and knowing that it is possible and it's undeniable that you are going to achieve this thing and that is going to show in your results and in your reality. Scripting is so powerful because not only does it do all of that that I just mentioned, but it combines so many energetic factors into the process of manifestation all in all in one tool, right? When you script, you are intention setting, you are visualizing, you are affirming, you are acting as if, 
and you are diving deep into your emotions, which are all so, so powerful in the process of manifestation. When you combine all of these things, you are able to bring yourself onto the vibration of whatever you are scripting about. And when you are on the same vibration as something, that is when you attract it into your reality. You are feeling the emotions of it already happening. You are bringing yourself up to the level of it happening already, which will make it a lot more likely to happen than if you were to be sitting there thinking that it's never going to happen for you. It is also likely that when you script, you are going to discover more about what you want. You're going to dive into the emotions and potentially unlock why you want this thing to happen which will also likely unlock why you may not have thought it will happen in the past. And you can understand what limiting beliefs have actually held you back so far. And it's an opportunity to bring up those things that you may need to heal or work on for this thing to become a reality. So like I have said in previous episodes, all of these tools, scripting, journeying, journeying, journaling, meditating, visualization, they are all that. They are tools. The one thing that all of these things aim to do is attack and rewire your subconscious so that you start to show up to life differently, so that you start to take action differently, so that you begin to take those actions And they are all going to accumulate into creating that reality that you want. So my homework for you is to script at least once this week. You can script about your dream day in general. You can script about something you may be trying to manifest. Maybe it's a material item or an opportunity. And I want you to really dive deep into the feelings of that happening. Write it in past tense as if it has already happened to you. So I'm not shitting you, write it as a diary entry, like like when you're a kid, right? Write the date. Today I did this. It felt like this. I mean, it's this is a very, a very simplified version of what I'm saying. But recall the thing that happened. So, okay, let's just say I am launching a new product next week. What I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to sit down and I'm going to journal and I'm going to write the date of the product launch and I'm going to write, I am currently sitting in my bed. It is an hour after I have just launched this product and I cannot believe the success of this launch. What I did was, and I'm going to list out all of the things that I did, I sent out an email and I was sitting in, I was sitting on the couch waiting for the time to happen, talk about what is around me, you know, Douglas is sitting next to me and I can, I'm watching, looking at my plants and I'm really put yourself in that environment and then seven o'clock hit and that's when it launched and oh my goodness, I watched the website numbers climb up. I saw all of the people on the website. I saw people from Perth and I saw people from Sydney and I saw people from New Zealand and everyone was on the website and you know one order came through and they ordered this, this and this and another order came through and they ordered this, this and this and oh my God, I can't even begin to describe the feeling in my heart. I felt elation. I felt so proud of myself. I felt this and and all of the list all of your emotions, right? How did it happen? Where were you sitting? What were you looking at? What did it feel like? What emotions did it make you feel? What doubts were you able to overcome? Really dive deep into 
your subconscious and into rewiring your subconscious into believing that manifesting this thing is no big deal because you have already done it and you are listing everything about anything, everything about what just happened. You are listing where you were. You are listing what you saw. You are listening. Why do I keep saying listening? (laughs) You are listing how you felt. You are listing what happened. You are throwing in some duality in there, right? You are saying, oh my goodness, I have so many orders. It means that I'm going to have to spend my morning packing orders tomorrow. You are throwing in all of the tools that you know are going to be able to dive into your subconscious. You don't have to have limiting beliefs or doubts in yourself because look, it has happened and this is exactly how it's happened. So it is undeniable that you are capable of receiving this thing and achieving this thing. Now, scripting isn't, I don't want you to see scripting as if it doesn't happen exactly how you meant it, then it's a failure. I want you to see scripting as a way to rewire your subconscious. So if that launch doesn't go exactly how you scripted, that is okay. You haven't failed at scripting. You have used a tool to rewire your subconscious into believing that that normal is okay. And maybe you just need some more repetition. Maybe you just need to dive deeper into those emotions. Maybe you just need to dive deeper into those feelings. Scripting doesn't mean it has to work out exactly how you scripted it. So when you're scripting, don't hold back. Go for it. Open your mind up to everything that could potentially happen when this thing happens. That is all from me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's the solo ones are a lot shorter than the guest episodes, but I'm really just in the vibe of getting you the information, getting that passion in there. I know you guys can hear the passion. You always say that you do. And just getting to the point, really. (laughs) So I hope you have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful week ahead. I'm sure you will see plenty on socials from me over the weekend. Ash has already told me she's got many TikTok trends planned and lined up for us to do when we're looking pretty on Friday. So I'm sure you'll see all of those. But before I go, I wanted to just make a quick note on the next round of Step Into Your Power. I've received a few messages asking if the waitlist is open yet. It is not. I want to make sure that I have a date locked and loaded before I open the waitlist and get all of that information to you. But make sure you join the email list, which is in the show notes, to be the first to know about when the waitlist is open, as well as to be the first to know when the free course and the free challenge is released, which will be happening before the next round of Step Into Your Power, so in a few weeks' time. Okay, that is really all from me now. I hope you have a great week, and I will talk to you next week. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You have no idea how grateful I am that you are here. If you loved this episode, the best thing to do would be to share it with a friend. Be that person who encourages others to step into their power too. Make sure you are following on all of the platforms listed for you in the show notes, subscribed on Apple or Spotify, and in the closed Facebook group community too. And I will chat to you next week.